Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's show. It is Russ, and I am here with the amazing Jane Jewell. And we are continuing today, we are continuing our series on what we learned from getting to a million dollars a month. And so this was a huge goal that we had at Clients On Demand for like a really long time, um, at least a few years, trying to get to this goal of getting to consistent million dollar months. And now that we're there, and we're there like really consistently, where that's the new normal, I thought that it would be really valuable if we just took a second to reflect and just pull back the curtain and say, okay, look, what did we learn? from trying to do this and and what were the sort of the surprises and the things that caught us off guard. So in the last show, we broke down sort of like the big, big, big picture stuff that we shift. But what I want to do today with, I have, have, you know, Jane here, Jane is wonderful. So what we want to do today is talk about specifically what needed to change for us in terms of our mindset and in terms of our beliefs and in terms of the way that we think in order to achieve that goal. Because Really, that mindset shifts are at the core of everything, really. Your business, I believe, is just a reflection of what's going on between your ears and that, and that you can have two people and you can have two people doing the same things and one of those people will get an incredible result and one of those people won't. And the difference is mindset. That's, that's the X factor. So if you're taking the right actions with the right mindset, you're home free. But you can be taking the right actions with the wrong mindset and you will sabotage yourself every step of the way and you will struggle, struggle, struggle. So I would be like really remiss if I didn't come back and address this piece of it. Yeah, I'm sure you want to know what do we do in terms of our marketing? Yeah, you want to know what do we do in terms of our hiring and, and, and all those other things and our sales. And we're going to get into that over the next few shows. But without the stuff that we're going to talk about today, it's like none of that stuff even matters because this game is mental. The game of building a fantastic business and a fantastic lifestyle and making a great impact on your audience and a great impact on the world, it is a mental thing. And the, and the, the number one thing that you need to take control of as, you're, uh, as an entrepreneur and especially as a coach or a leader or anything else is what's going on between your ears. Without that, you have nothing. So JJ, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> I have a scratchy voice today. Yeah, Jane's got a little sultry, sultry, raspy kind of voice. Yeah, she's a little, yeah. She's <laughs> just for the show. <laughs> faking it, you guys. It's just not faking it for the show. Figured. So it's really cool. I'm seeing a couple uh, comments pop up here. Um, if you're watching the stream of a Facebook Live, and I love that everyone's chiming in and saying, "Yes, mindset, mindset, mindset's the glue." And thank you for uh, addressing this because it's so important, and that just makes me so happy to see that everyone is starting to really get that your mindset, how you view the world, your psychology is is where the game is. You know, if your game isn't in line there, you're going to have a really tough time because here's what we know for sure, that if going through life, running a business, being an entrepreneur, challenges are going to come up, right? Like that's what it is 
birds fly, fish swim. Being an entrepreneur means you're going to have to eat problems for lunch. <laughs> you know, like things come up and you have to be able to handle it. And the quicker you can move through challenges is the quicker you can up level, the quicker you can even stabilize where you are. And so it's such an important aspect of everything that we do. And um, what took us to that million dollar month was for sure as a team, every single one of us having an unshakable mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean we don't ever have a bad day. Doesn't mean that, you know, Ross doesn't get grouchy. Actually, he really doesn't. But um, <laughs> it doesn't mean those things. But what I'm really talking about is where we live in our emotions. So if your emotional well-being, your mindset is a place of resourcefulness, of mental toughness, is of joy and basic happiness. And Ross, we were talking about the other day is like, where do you where are you more often in a positive outlook of life or a negative outlook of life which is you know kind of crazy going back to that you know half you know glass half empty half full but the reason that's been around for a long time is because there's truth to it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i mean it really in many ways like like what we always try to do is we try to like you know distill things down to the simplest possible formula and one of the things that we really look at and the things that we notice in ourselves is where is your emotional home? Like, where are you hanging out most of the time? Are you spending most of your time thinking about all the ways things could go wrong and, you know, all the ways people are like out to get you and focusing on like any haters you might have or, or any of those other things? Or are you spending your time? In, in a more positive place where you're feeling good about your business, you're coming from an energy of excitement and enthusiasm and passion and conviction. And, and so where are you living? What is your emotional home? And what we've found is that not just with ourselves, but with our clients too, it's like that makes a huge difference in, in terms of where you end up. And you can have the same people following the same strategy, but the people that are taking care of themselves emotionally, they're going to be the ones that find success. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So like what, like, let's just, let's just pull back the curtain and just show people, look, like, how do we do this? Because yeah. like how, how, like what is our process then for, for doing extraordinary things, for creating extraordinary outcomes? I, I, I think really the first thing that we do is that we set a giant goal. Huge. <laughs> yeah. That we set huge goals, but it's important guys to look at this because a lot of people tell you that, that you want to set goals that are are more easily attainable, like set small goals. Like I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to clean my room today or I'm going to, uh, you know, and I'm pick up the phone and, and, and reach out and call a, a potential client today. And, mm. and those things are fine. And it's, it's good to take a, a goal and break it down into baby steps so that you can feel like, Oh, you're making progress. Right. But I just find personally, and, and maybe that's just me that setting a small goal it's not enough to motivate me, really. It's not enough to push me forward. So like if I set a goal like, hey, I'm going to double my business, you know, you'll tend to sort of fall short of that goal. But if I set a big goal like, hey, we're going to try to 10x our business, that's something that like pulls me forward where it's like, okay, I better really show up with a massive amount of energy because that's such a huge goal that I understand it's going to take tremendous, tremendous energy to get there. It's funny. I'm, I'm smiling because it's so true. Like being a part of this team, it's like we set goals that like catch you in the chest, right? You're like, <gasps> you know, like 
you stop breathing for a minute? Like, you know, we were <laughs> saying this is so funny. I feel like crying because it's so true is that, you know, we were talking about our, our next big goal back in November, our team was together. And, you know, our first response, like I said, is like all of us stop breathing a little bit, right? Like, it's like, you know, you said this big girl, like, stop breathing and, you know, God love Adrian. She's like, wait a minute, how am I gonna do that if I'm gonna be dead? You know, and it's like, that's when you know you're on the right track. Like, when right. you don't know if you'll survive, <laughs> achieving that goal you've done it you've set a really big goal and um and i say that with laughter now but in truth that's what's really worked for us right that's what's worked you know because, because it, like because the difficulty of it is incredibly focusing it just makes you go like okay great like holy shit this is a big scary goal but immediately like after you get past that initial like, oh my God, it takes your breath away, when you really just start to think about it, you find that all of these resources start to kick in and you start to get inspired and you start to get excited. And it's like, there's a thrill, guys, that comes with playing the game at the highest level, like whatever that is for you, setting these goals that are outside your comfort zone where you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this, but you just have to give yourself the freedom to try because it's like, this buzz kicks in, you know, where it's like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And, and, and I want to invite you guys to begin to do that, like set goals that are aggressive because you're going to feel this buzz. And that little buzz is like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this, but there's so much energy there that can get you out of bed in the morning, you know? So it's funny is we didn't talk about this before, but what's coming up for me when you're talking now too, is that what works is that we are overly optimistic. <laughs> Right. Like, like, and I think that actually comes into our next step here is that we are overly optimistic. So if you can get that really, that excitement around it, in fact, why you pull up the second thing that we talked about here is it, in terms of like, what's next is that real strong why, but we are, we have a strong why and why we want it, how much it'll impact our lives, other people's lives. And, uh, what life will be like like we get so excited about who we're going to impact that it's like a no brainer you know it's like it's just like a no brainer and and this is really a um a testimony i think to you too russ is you know we've talked about like what makes a leader and some people who are listening might not be in a place yet where they're leading a group of a team or um they're just not there yet but one of the things that's true about all of us on the leadership team is certainly true of you is that it's not just you don't think of that just because of your reason why like it's about like how is it going to impact the team and the team's lives and all everybody in our team we're thinking about like oh my gosh we can have you know so and so step into such a bigger leadership role then and they're so ready for it and we get excited not just you know first for clients but not just for us it's really about like what it's going to do for others mm -hmm. and that's really what like pushes all of us i think so you need to know what are your reasons why and what are your motivators that you know once you have that, it's like you're unstoppable right. behind you.
even if you have no idea how you're going to do it, if you set that goal, that's you're getting that kick, you're getting that buzz, you're getting that energy. And then you ask yourself, okay, like, why do I need to do this? And why is it a must for me, for the other people on my team? What are all the ways this is going to benefit the world and benefit humanity and, and make a difference in the world? Like, if you really, really double down on that and invest in that strong reason why, I, I don't want to say the how will take care of itself, but you're already like 95% of the way there because you've recruited yourself and you've brought yourself on board. And, and by recruiting yourself and doing that, you're you're immediately activating a ton of resources that you wouldn't have had otherwise. So yeah, guys, so this the strong reason why is the critical is the critical factor here where like if you've got that strong reason why and you've got that motivation, and guys, this is why we tell you You've got to focus on your mission. So you hear us talk about this a lot. It's not about you. It's about your mission. Like be mission driven. Don't be money driven. You know, focus on the contribution you're making. Focus on the difference that you're making in the world. And the reason, you know, part of the reason for that is that obviously we want you guys to be doing a good job and be doing the right thing. But there's also tremendous power there where I will go so far. I'll only go so far to, to you know, for selfish motivations. But if I think about my clients, and I think about what they need from me and I think about how they're struggling and I think about what I can do to help them or I think about my team members and helping them win and helping them accomplish their goals. I will go way farther for those people than I will for just myself. So there's a ton of power there thinking about your reasons why, not just in terms of your own, but in terms of other people as well. Yeah, I love that. I think the first thing is you got to set, like you said, that big gulp of like scary goal. You have to have your own strong reasons why it's almost like you have to convince yourself first and have that strong reason why which then actually brings us to our third area which is you have to enroll everyone first is like you're like with that strong why you're enrolling yourself into this purpose and this mission and this big bold thing and then when you start to enroll everyone around you in that possibility it just grows like your excitement about it grows more and more and more and uh, you know for us what's really worked is you know Russ you'll enroll us into it because you're so excited and then we'll hear Mark and how he's so excited and he enrolls everybody about what you know his team is gonna do and then you know I'm like I'm looking at like oh what possibilities of what that's going to make for the team and the coaches. And then Adrian's down there with her pen and paper and she's figuring out the numbers. And, you know, you know, it's like, and then we all are enrolling everyone in it and our team first. And then we just start speaking it like it's the truth. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you make that declaration, there's no one going backwards, at least no. not for us. No, 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 no. And the thing is, guys, like you set these large goals going like, well, I mean, my God, like, let's just say we set the goal to get to $100 million in revenue a year. If we get to 80, am I going to be pissed? No, <laughs> you know, I mean, and our goal was to get to a million dollars a month. And it's like, I think last year, our best month, like I'm thinking the year before last, I think our best month was maybe six or 700, but like none of us were crying about that. This you know what I mean? We were like, okay, we're not quite where we wanted to be, but we're definitely making massive forward progress. So that's the cool thing is if you set this high goal, even if you don't get to the exact goal, like let's say you come in just under it, it's like, so what? You're still way further ahead than you would have been if you had aimed lower because you thought that was more achievable. I really hope people are hearing this because the tendency of what people do is first off, if they, let's say they have the courage and they set this big goal and then when, if they don't make it like the next month or in their time frame that they say that they're going to do it, they start beating themselves up. Like, 
oh, I didn't get there yet. There's something must, something must be wrong here, mm -hmm. right? What did I do wrong? What's wrong with my mindset? What's wrong with my strategy? You know, and they start beating themselves up. And what happens is when you beat yourself up, you're not resourceful. No, right. There's only value of looking at what's not working. If you visit it to collect information and you jump back into resourcefulness to stay on track, there is no value in going there to beat yourself up. Zero. You guys, what she said is so important. And I really wish that I knew that when I was first starting out. So I, I really want to just take a second and unpack what she just said. When you set a big goal, you're going to hit challenges, all right? And for a long time, I thought that if I hit a challenge, it meant that I was doing something wrong. Like in other words, I was on the wrong track or I wasn't a good coach or I wasn't a good leader or I wasn't a good business owner. And so I would think about that and I would think about that and go like, oh man, I got this terrible problem. And the problem was all I could think about. And it saps your energy when you do that. You feel like shit, you know? And, and, and it's like I would lose days of just like being depressed over this simple problem, right? And that's how it was a few years ago. But once we learn this lesson that, hey, if you're setting a big goal, it means you're going to have to overcome some big challenges on the way there. Oh, say that again. <laughs> setting a big goal. It means you are going to have to overcome some big challenges to get there. And that is what you are signing up for. And you understand it from that level. Like, hey, I'm setting this big goal, not thinking it's going to be a cakewalk. I know there's going to be challenges, but that's why I'm here. I'm going to deal with it. That's what I signed up for. Like you guys, if you, if you set the goal to be the world heavyweight, the heavyweight champion of the world in boxing, you're going to get punched in the goddamn face <laughs> a lot. It is part of the job. You cannot, you cannot do that and never get hit. It's just not going to happen. It's the same thing. If you set this big goal in business, it's not going to be like hundred percent smooth sailing all the time. If it was, everybody would do it. So you, you set these goals going, you know what? When I hit a challenge, it means I'm doing something worthwhile. When I hit a problem, it means that I'm on the right track. Yeah. And then you begin to discover that there's no such thing as problems. There's only opportunities. Yes. Every time you run into a problem, you realize, hey, you know what? This is a potential improvement that's screaming for attention. And so that's why what Jane said is so critical because when you have a problem, you never dwell on the problem. You never live with the problem and let it suck you down and, and like, oh God, this sucks and what's going to happen and how do I fix this? And then you feel terrible. You, you, you think about the problem just enough yeah. to figure out what you're going to do about it. And I mean, literally, that might take five minutes. You, you literally, like something happens in our business that I don't like, I set a timer. I'm going to think about this for five minutes. I'm going to grab a piece of paper. I'm going to ask myself what's really going on here. Like what's not working? What's the opportunity? And what are we going to do about it? And then immediately, immediately shift my focus to feeling good about it and getting excited about the solution and the new discovery that we just made. That's right. It's, it's right in that moment we go, okay, what is our real outcome here? Right. What is our outcome? And even from there, you go, what are, what are three possible solutions? It doesn't even mean that you're going to use the solutions you're writing down, but it gets you thinking towards what could be the solution here. 
and you move from that like ugh, con you know where you're constricting everything to now you're in possibility again and now that's when you know you're in resourcefulness if you're starting to look for the solution but instead what most people tend to do is go that was too big i'm gonna lower my goal i'm gonna lower that? my goal and you don't do that you never ever do that. You never do that. If you set the goal to get to a million a month, that is the goal and you're not going to settle. You're not going to lower your goal. You're not going to lower your expectation. That is the freaking goal. And when a challenge happens, you just look at what's going on, look at what's not working, ask yourself, well, what's the outcome I'm going after? What if, what's the opportunity here? What's the learning here? And then you integrate it and you just keep moving forward. So, so important. And, you know, one of the things that you said, I also think it's important to touch on is the, that expectation, you know, and we celebrate along our along the way. So you could call that we celebrate our failures, because if we didn't get to that million dollars and we're only at 600, we're celebrating because we're celebrating and having appreciation for every piece, mm -hmm. every step closer. So when we don't make it, we're not in dissatisfaction or, you know, like depression or upset or lowering expectation about that. Instead, we're going, oh my gosh, I am so appreciative. Let's celebrate what we did. Hey, what can we take a look at? And from a place of gratitude right. and celebration, then we do we adjust strategy times? Sure. Sure. Do we look at what we have to do to get better and up level? Absolutely. But it's definitely from gratitude appreciation and focusing on where we're going with that with that real resourcefulness and that's key guys like that, like all of this stuff is key because the way that you deal with problems and challenges is going to determine everything and so look at where you've been if you have a habit of letting problems completely derail you and knock you off course then i want to invite you to sort of let these ideas in where you're starting to go hey look i'm setting a big goal I'm setting it knowing there's going to be challenges along the way, but I also know every single one of those challenges is an opportunity to get better. And so I'm just going to do that as fast as I can. And when a problem comes up, I'm not going to live there. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to let it steal my energy. I'm going to figure out what's wrong, figure out what I'm going to do, and then boom, right away move to the solution. And literally, guys, you can do that in like five minutes. You don't need to spend a week there feeling sorry for yourself eating ice cream, like falling, falling apart or like whatever it is that you're doing. You just don't need to do that. And what you're going to find is that your business, you, you as a person and your business will evolve much faster and a challenge is going to come and you're not going to go down and stay down. You're going to go like this and a challenge is going to come and then boom, you're going to get stronger. And then a challenge is going to come and boom, you're going to get stronger and you're going to go up and up and up very, very quickly. And that's how you're going to do extraordinary things like mm -hmm. achieve goals that other people think are impossible because you're not spending any time wallowing in feeling bad. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So, so, okay. So let's get back to enrolling everyone. Right? Sure. What does that, what does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? Like, like you've got a team or even if you only have like one employee or two employees or whatever, like how do you get these people on board? Because you can sit there and go, well, Hey, I want to do $10 million in revenue next year. And you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, okay, great. It's obvious why I want to do that, but why should they be a part of that? Like, why, why do they care how much money the business makes, you know? So what that means is that you have to align your goals with everyone else's goals too. 
So I'm very conscious of what Jane wants out of her life and what Mark wants out of his life and what Adrian wants and all the outcomes that our people are trying to create. And as the business owner, my job is to set up a scenario where everybody wins. How can we get the company to this level and at the same time, get, you know, create the great outcomes Jane wants for herself personally and the ones Mark wants personally and make the world a better place along the way. And so as the business owner, you always need to be thinking about that and understanding that your job is to create a, a I don't know what the right word is, situation or context or, or vehicle where everybody wins. You get what you want, your team gets what they want, your clients get what they want, and it's nothing but nothing but right all the way down. We were just all together as a team, and one of the things we were talking about, Russ, is that that we were we were trying to uncover this, right? Like, what is it that we do, you know? And because a lot of times you're doing something, and it's like this unconscious confidence you don't really know. And one of the things um, we talked about is that each one of us, you know, have to be of service to each other mm -hmm. and of service to our team. You know, so what that really means is like you're saying, Russ, yes, you know what I want from life, Mark, you know, Adrian, uh, Ryan, you know, you know what all of us wants, but it's not, it doesn't just stop with, you know, the leadership team, you know, I, I Mark know knows what everyone on the, enrollment, right. all the enrollment coaches want out of their lives, you know? So with that, like that starts with at the top, you know, it starts with me and I know what you guys want, but then you guys have people on your, you know, that are on your teams and you know what they want and you're, we're all aligning things together so that the whole company basically functions as one mind, like one unit, you know, like an, like an army that is a hundred percent focused on, on winning where everyone is completely aligned from the top to the bottom. That's what we're talking about. I can say with 100% certainty that every single person on our team loves being on our team. Yeah. And I think that this is a big part of it, is that you know not only do we know their their goals and not only do we talk about and, and uh, have that be a part of our company culture um, and, and being in service, but we celebrate each other. Mm -hmm. And every person on our team is in alignment with where we want to go in service of our clients. Right. It is so amazing to me how much, you know, they're hanging out, let's say, in the, you know, the art of my ticket selling and they're celebrating with our clients. That's not a requirement of what their job, you know, but they want to do it. They want to celebrate. So I think that enrolling everyone has to come with your team too. And, and, uh, it, that just becomes contagious once you create that that identity that you're of service. You're of service to your clients. You're of service to your team. And our team members are in service to us. Mm -hmm. It's like this, this circle. And that's where enrollment comes in. Enrollment isn't, you know, a, about a sale. It's not even about persuasion. Or like, yeah, some stupid incentive program or like team building or any of that stuff. Like, I mean, because that stuff might work for like an afternoon. Like, hey, let's all play volleyball together and then everyone's going to work harder. It's like, well, wait, not really. It's about knowing what each person is so like you and your company have people you're directly responsible for. What are their income goals? What are their lifestyle goals and what are their contribution goals where they're making the world a better place? And how can you align your goals for the company? with creating a vehicle where they can do that, where they're not just showing up to work every day, they're not just doing this to make a buck, 
They're doing this because they're getting what they want and they're making the world a better place along the way. You know, and if you can set things up so that that's true for each and every person in your company, you're going to have a business where you got a bunch of people who love what they're doing, who are doing what they love and who are showing up every single day, like with an insane level of commitment and, and you won't even need to do any of like the cheesy, like team building stuff if you don't want to. Hey, I like cheesy team building stuff. I mean, I, I do too, but that's not, that's not what I was you know, think that like, that that's going to save things. We're like, look, at the end of the day, if your employees do not feel any kind of connection whatsoever to, to what they're there to do, they're just not going to do a good job, no. you know, or they're just going to phone it in. Cause it's like, if I don't believe in what I'm doing, yeah, I'll show up. I'll do just enough not to get fired. And I think that's how most businesses work. I mean, yeah. Shit, when I was bartending and working in restaurants, that's how I showed up. I was like, cool, <laughs> let me just show up and do a half-assed job and hopefully I won't get fired today. So it's like, you know, that's not what's going to get you guys to build an extraordinary business, which is what we want for you. You've got to think in terms of what do I want? What does my team want? What do my clients want? And how can I make it all fit together? Yeah, I love it. So then, okay, so then fine. So you've set this big goal. You know why you want it. You've gotten your team on board. Now, what the hell is your strategy? And so how do you figure that out? Like, what are we going to do? Great. I've set this goal. I want to get to a million dollars a month. What do we do? Well, I think even before, you know, something up there is that we just start looking at like, how could that happen? Like, we really get in a place of curiosity of like, Mm -hmm. wow, that's so big. Like, how can we make that work? Like, what could that look like? And what's really an inquiry, like the how isn't specific yet. At first, it really comes from what could that look like? Right. And we just really getting excited about it. Start getting excited and throwing up outrageous things. Like if I told you some of the ideas we came up with, with how we're going to meet our next goals, they're really, really funny looking back at them now. Yeah, we had some terrible ideas, guys. We're not even going to talk about those, but we're outrageous, you know? especially you're outrageous mark is outrageous like really fun ways and that that we will probably never do but the fact is is we get in a place of being outrageous of not having to know how we're going to execute it exactly what that would look like and we just get in a place of curiosity and inquiry and fun and playfulness and just start being bold Mm -hmm. just bold with it so you, so you, so you set this big goal, you're super excited about it. And then you just start throwing out ideas. What if we did this? What if we did this? What if we did that? And you just, you just compile those ideas without judgment and you put them all down and you think to yourself, okay, well, like what, what are the different things we could do to get there? Right? How, like how, if it's a revenue goal, how are we going to bring in that much revenue? Right? And then what I like to do is look at the goal and then work backwards. So like, in other words, you start and say, okay, great. We're, we're here. What's what would what would happen right before we got there? And then what would happen right before we did that? And what would happen right before we did that? And so you map it out working backwards from the end point. And to me, that's so much easier than to say, well, I'm here right now trying to get here. I don't even know what the next step is. But if I visualize being there, it's like then it's a lot easier to say, okay, well, what needed to happen immediately before this? And, and the other thing that comes into play, guys, and, and this is something we talk about on a lot of our shows, so I don't even think we really mentioned, planned on mentioning it today, but you've got to have a business system that works. You need to have a system for bringing new clients in the door. You need to have a system for delivering your service. You need to have a system for making consistent sales. Once you have that, then it really just becomes a question of numbers. So like in other words, at Clients on Demand, we know that we earn a certain amount uh, or we do a certain amount of revenue for for each potential client that we talk to. 
right? Or we know that for, for every click we get on Facebook, we earn a certain amount of money. Or for everybody who registers for our webinar, we earn a certain amount of money. So then when we set a revenue goal, we can just look at those numbers and say, great. So right now we're getting, we were spending this much on Facebook advertising and we're earning this much back, you know, whatever it is. We're spending $50,000 a month on Facebook, which seems like a lot, but we're earning 1.3 million back. Great. What do we need to do to get to 5 million a month and then 10 million a month? And then what do those numbers look like? And so after Adrian was done freaking out, <laughs> when we set this goal, um, you know, this, like she flipped that mental switch. She was on board. And then like a few days later, she hit us up like at night, right? Uh, wasn't it like at like nine o'clock? So one of the things that, yeah. So one of the things that we do is like, we also just sit in, like we sit in the enrollment right. excitement of it. Like it's not a forced thing. Like, okay, let's sit down and do this big goal. And right now let's, let me enroll you Russ and let me do this. And then let's do our why all right now. And let, let, let's get up a game plan. Yeah, this whole process takes a little while. So it's not like this happens like in one meeting. Okay, this takes a few days. All right. Yeah. And so like we just started dreaming of like what could be next. And we're doing this in November, right? Because we already we met our goal of a million dollars a month, like back in September, August, I think August it was. And uh, and so we're like, okay, what's next? And we just like sit in that a little bit. And then and, and we start looking at the how, how it could happen. And then we actually settled on, like we decided, right? Like, this is what we think we're gonna do. Like, this, these are the vehicles we're gonna use to get to this next goal. And then, then we just kind of sit in that a little bit. And yes, like after Adrian was freaking out, like we're not forcing it. Like we all just now have a belief. And I wanna talk about that, maybe not now in a few minutes, but that it was gonna happen. And from there, that's where we start to work backwards. And yes, it was like nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. I was actually already in my bed, so I missed it. Adrian's like, everybody jump on Zoom. I already figured it out, right? And you guys get on, and I find out later that you guys jumped on for 10 minutes. And so I'm like in bed, Adrian and I get on Zoom. And she already had, because we already have a system that we use, right, with all the numbers plotted out. And that's how easy it was. Honestly, it's like we, we use this process, but as soon as we know, we just plug into that system and, and yeah. Yeah. So, she, so, so, so she had like a mad scientist, like this big ass. Total mad scientist. Yeah. It was like a, like, like, it was like in Goodwill hunting. Like it was like all this complicated. Anyway, she gets on there and she's got this spreadsheet, right? She's got this spreadsheet. Algorithms. <laughs> but the thing is like, she made this spreadsheet, but basically what she did guys is because we know our numbers and because we have a system, she calculated, Hey, to get to $100 million a year in revenue, this is how much we need to spend on advertising. This is how many clicks we need. This is how many people need to watch our webinars. This is how many people need to book a call. This is how many you know salespeople and enrollment coaches we're going to need. Like all this stuff was calculated down to like the, the number. And it was just like, once we saw those numbers, we were like, oh. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, that doesn't look that, yeah, it doesn't look that hard. And then it was like, then it became so much simpler. So so that's what we mean by work backwards, like set this big audacious goal, right? But then, you know, get the belief, you know, get yourself enrolled, get into belief and all these other things. But once you have a system, and if you don't have a system, get one. But if, but once you have a system, you can look at that goal through the, the prism of that system and break it down into numbers. This is how many potential clients I need to talk to every day. This is how much I should be charging. This is how much I need to spend on advertising. And even an insane goal, you know, and a million dollars a month is kind of an insane goal for most people can be broken down. It's totally like insane. <laughs> yeah, but like even that big ass crazy goal, now it doesn't seem so crazy. Right.
Because I understand, hey, wait a minute. I only need to talk to, you know, um, we only need to talk to five potential clients a day or 10 potential clients a day, or we only need to spend this much on advertising. And it's like, we're there. It's like, oh man. And once you realize that, you're, you know, it, then it stops being scary and it just starts being something to be excited about because you understand what the path is going to be. So that really does bring to, to us to belief of like, do you have to have belief in it? And then again, it's like a, such a cliche thing to say, but the, the truth of the matter is you do need to have that belief in order to have grit and tenacity. Mm -hmm. And so the challenge that most people have is when they think about belief and they bump up against any kind of challenge, what happens is they go, you know what? I will believe it when I see it, right? I will believe I can do it when I enroll my first person. I will, you know, or they'll say like, I just don't know if I can charge that much for, you know, my service or my program, but I'll believe it when somebody buys it, right? And that's kind of backwards. It doesn't really work that way. And so if you're looking, if you have your system, your psychology set up, that you have to see evidence first, and then you will believe, you will always suffer. Do you guys understand that? Like what she just said is probably one of the most important lessons you'll ever learn in your life. There are certain things that you just have to choose to believe. I choose to believe that I can build a seven figure business or an eight figure business. I choose to believe that I am smart or whatever it is, because there are, there are things that, that, that there are beliefs that are going to serve us in life that you just have to, you just have to take on faith. And so if you, if you tell yourself like, Hey, I'm not going to believe this can be a real great business until I, you know, hit $10,000 a month in revenue. You're never going to hit $10,000 a month. in revenue. Never. You are going to suffer every step along the way because you're not going to have any belief in yourself and you're not going to have any energy or motivation or any of the other, you know, juice that we talked about. Yeah. You have to choose to believe first. And when you get certain up here, then the evidence will show up and then that belief will just become stronger and stronger and stronger. But you have to believe first. Yeah. You might get lucky. If you have a good strategy, you might get lucky. You might get some results, right? Even without that belief, you could get lucky if your strategy is that, yeah, but the problem is, is you will never stabilize or grow from there. You will never stay there. And that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the call of like, what is your emotional home mm. at the end of the day? Do you approach the world with an attitude of self-confidence and belief in yourself and faith? Or do you approach the world from a point of view of like, oh, great, what's the next terrible thing that's going to happen? That's right. If, you if, might have a pop of success, but then you'll yeah. dip back down if your belief can't stand you withhold it. Yes. And here's the problem with depending on evidence. Those two beliefs create their own evidence. If I wake up in the morning asking what's going to go wrong today, all this shit is going to go wrong. And then I'm going to say, see, I told you, I knew some terrible shit was going to happen today. But if I wake up in the morning going like, no, I am the master of my life. I take full responsibility. I know it's not going to be smooth sailing, but by God, I am going to build a seven or eight figure business. Mm. And that's how I roll. What's going to happen is now things are going to start unfolding to confirm that. And then I'm going to start believing even more strongly and more strongly. I'm going to set bigger goals and bigger goals. But what you guys need to understand is that it's got to be real here first, and then the evidence shows up. You can't say, well, I'm going to look around and try to find the evidence because you're going to find whatever you're looking for. If you want to find evidence that 
you know, everyone is out to get you, believe me, you're going to find it. If you want to find evidence that, I don't know, your wife or your husband secretly hates you and you wake up every day <laughs> looking for that evidence, you're going to find it, believe me. So, so that's why it's got to be that belief that's there first, because those beliefs create your reality. They create the evidence. And it's so critical that you guys understand that. And that's why we've kind of, you know, come at this a few different ways. But at the end of the day, you've got to set that big goal. And that big goal has to be absolutely real to you ahead of time. Sometimes without even a shred of evidence, you just have to choose to believe it. And if you look at any ultra successful person, like you talk about, you know, I don't know, movie stars, for example, right? And if you, if you find someone that's become like a super humongous star, and then you find the director or the casting director or whatever that gave that person like their big break, let's say, or like discovered that person, they all say the same thing. They say, you know, man, when, when, I don't know, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino or whoever it was, when this person walked into the audition, they just knew they were a star and I couldn't uh, put my finger on it. I, yeah. just, I just sensed it. They just knew. And, and ultra successful entrepreneurs and people are exactly the same way. Like, look, you know, no one told Elon Musk that he was going to be able to shoot a rocket into space with a car in it. You know what I mean? But he did it last week. But there was no evidence to support that. He chose to take that on faith and then he believed that he could do it and then he found a way to make it happen. And that's what needs to happen with you guys and your business is you set a goal and you just take it on faith. I'm, I need to do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. And, you know, and, and then you go and you do it. And then yeah. the evidence will show up again and again. So important. You have to have that belief in yourself first and your own ability. Like you have to have like this unshakable belief in whatever comes your way, you will figure it out, right? Yeah. Like you have to have that. the second place that you can start looking to have even more belief in is you have to have belief in your plan or strategy. If you do not believe your plan or strategy is going to work and you're just dipping your toe in the water, you are going to find ways to be uncertain and ways to create doubt. Will this really work? Anybody ever ask that question, right? When you commit to a plan, it's got to be full force. That doesn't mean you don't have to flexibility. Flexibility. We'll talk about that in a minute, but you have to have belief in your plan. And how can you do that? Is you borrow other people's plans or strategies. If someone has already paved the way, if somebody has already used this type of strategy to make it work, borrow it, model it, take oh. it on. Because what happens is you get to up level your belief and confidence about it because you've seen it done somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that gives you so much more certainty. If you're able to have this goal, you believe in your own abilities and you're borrowing a plan that has worked in the past, either something that you've executed before or somebody else has. So it's you, it's your plan, belief in your team. And then last, you have to believe in something bigger than you. It's like, you know, like you just said, like De Niro, he knew he was meant to be a star. He was new. He was bigger than, you know, there was him and then there was something bigger than him. Like, it's just, it was God's plan. Like, this is what was meant to be. Right. That's, that's, a, critical, how you that's, a, that's a critical piece. And however you want to frame it, you've got to have like that supernatural level of belief in yourself. And guys, it isn't something you're born with. It's just a choice. You choose to believe it. Like you, you make that choice, you know? I don't, I don't know anybody that just kind of came out of the womb believing they could build a multi-million dollar business out of the blue. Like, you know, I didn't believe that for a really long time, but I chose to believe that it was true because I knew that if I didn't believe it, it was never going to happen. And you might have to 
graduate into that, you know, like, like sometimes you don't even know what to dream for because you just don't come from that, right? Like what we're dreaming of today is not what we dreamed of a year ago, right? What we dream of today isn't what we dreamed about five years ago. We've up leveled our dreams. And that's because we've up leveled our belief. And that's why that, that tenacity and grit is so important. It's like, yes, it's a decision to believe. And then it's a constant focus and conditioning of that belief. And so when we set this goal, we're conditioning that belief and we have this grit and tenacity that there is nothing that can stand in that way. Like it is done. I declare and it is done. And that's where that mental toughness have to come into play because you will bump up against challenges. Things are going to happen, but there's nothing that we don't feel we can handle. Right. And we don't even know what could come up, but it's just kind of like, you know what? There's nothing right now that you could say that we can't handle. And we don't dwell on what could happen, but it's like, there's just this overwhelming thing. Like there's nothing that could happen. That's the mantra. We'll figure it out. I'll figure, we'll figure it out. It out. We'll figure it out. And so you're tenacious about that outcome, that big, bold thing. Now, that tenacity means we still have flexibility, but we're tenacious about the outcome. So like Jane said before, we set this big outcome and we may change our approach. We may try something. It doesn't work. And we course correct. No big deal. No but big deal. never change the outcome. Right. If you're sailing, you know, like let's just say it's a few hundred years ago and you got your sailing ship and you're trying to sail from Europe to the new world, you don't be like, Yeah, you know what? I don't know. We're not getting great wind. It's kind of rainy. Oh, let's just I don't know. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go to Antarctica. Like you just don't do that. You 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 go where you're going to go. You course correct as necessary, but but you never lose that North Star. You never say, Look, I'm gonna change this goal, I'm gonna compromise ever even if it takes you longer than you thought to get there. And it did take us a while to get to a million dollars a month, you know? So anyway, guys, look, that's, that's what changed about our mindset. So I just want to reemphasize to all of you that the mindset is the most important thing. It is the thing you should be doing most of your work on, to be honest, like, you know, cause you can follow the best strategies in the world, the best marketing plans, the best whatever. But if your mindset is not solid, you, you know, you're going to have, really inconsistent results or no results at all. And so the simplest thing you can do is to A, borrow someone else's strategy, but B, get into a program where they don't just give you the strategy, they also work with you a hell of a lot to develop that muscle and develop that mindset. And so if that's what you're looking for, then I want you guys to think about coming to work with us at Clients On Demand. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call because we don't just give you the strategy in our program. We give you the strategy, we hold your hand as you execute it, but we also give you a ton of support around your mindset because you are going to get scared and you are going to get overwhelmed. But that's what happens when you're in a really kick-ass program that's pushing you out of your comfort zone. So there's so much love and so much TLC and so much support in our programs that if you want to really accelerate your business, then I want to see if we're fit to work together. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And even if it isn't a fit for us to work together, you're still going to get tremendous value out of just the call because we'll help you clarify what are your goals? Where do you want to go? What's standing in your way? What are those roadblocks that you know about? And what are the roadblocks you don't know about? And what should you do about them? We get into all that stuff on these calls. It'll be the most beneficial hour or so that you've ever spent working on your business. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to us. 
Thank you guys. I hope you guys got some value out of this. Listen to this show again. If you got value out of it and you're watching it on Facebook, please feel free to share it. You can go to my timeline, Russ Ruffino. It's right there. You can share it. Let other people know. And if you're listening to this as a podcast on iTunes, please leave us a review and subscribe as well. Guys, we love talking to you guys. We, we hope you got a ton of value out of today. On the next show, we're going to dive into, we're going to continue our series on what we learned from our first million dollar month. And on the next show, I believe we're diving into what we discovered when it comes to marketing and lead gen. So this is huge because there's a lot of stuff we thought was true about generating leads and advertising and all these other things that turned out to not be true. So we're going to pull back the curtain and show you what we discovered in terms of the marketing. So that's going to be a huge show and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.